So now we're going to do the portion of Miketz. We're going to do Rishon. Rishon, that's the first portion. It begins with chapter 41, verse 1, or Perak Memala, verse verse Aleph. Pasuk And it came to pass after, at the end of two full years, Uparei Choylem, and Paroi had a dream. He was dreaming. And behold, he was standing by the river. But in this case, the river means uh, the Nile River, because that was the river. It says, Hayor, the river. The river in Egypt refers to the Nile River. Says Rashi, Vahimi Kates, says Rashi, Kitargumai, as the Targum translated Misoif at the end. Vachol, Loshin Kates. Soifu. Any time when it says Kates means at the end, at the end of two years in this case. Now it says Al Hayyoir, that it was by the Nile. Really, the Yoir means a river. But it says Kol Shahar Naharis. All other Yoir uh, really means a, can, a canal. Yes, absolutely. Come and sit down. Kol Shahar Naharis, Einam Kruyim Yoirim. All other. Rivers, canals are not called the Yoir, Chutz Minilus, with the exception of the Nile. The Nile is the only one that's called the Yoir. Why? The entire land is made up of canals with made, that were made by man. The Nile rises in them, and it waters them. So it feeds the water through those canals. And the reason that it's done that way is the fish ain't because rain does not it doesn't usually rain in Egypt, Kisharot is like in other lands. So the only way that they uh, have the water is through the canal raising itself. One of the things is when God was saying to the Jews that they're going to the land of Israel from the land of Egypt, he says then that the land of Israel is not like the land of Egypt. But rather in Israel, Limitar Hashamayim, it's by the rain of the heavens. In Israel, it rains, as opposed to in Egypt, where it was everything came from the canal. And that's a big difference. Because when you need the rain, you've got to pray to God for the rain to come. This was sort of uh, a guarantee over there. Hashem puts us in Israel because Hashem wants us to pray for the rain so that the rain has to come down. So even though it's a little bit more difficult, it's chancier, it's not so so uh, regular as it is in the Nile River in Egypt, but it has the advantage because over there we have to sort of earn it, we have to pray for it, we have to deserve it. So now we continue with the dream. Verse 2, base. The name min hayoir, and behold from the Nile, Oilish Sheva Porus, seven cows came up. Yefois Mara, handsome in appearance, Ubrius Buster and robust flesh, Vatir Enobahu, and they pastured in the marshland. So Rashi, Yefois Mara, what does it mean good looking when it says handsome in appearance? So Rashi Siman Huli Mesoiva. That was a sign, a symbol for the sad the years of satisfying. Because as we're gonna read it's gonna be seven years. So good shows and satisfaction. Shabriis Niris Yafazulazu that the creations appear handsome to one another because Lifishain Ayin Beriat Sorabakavarto. Because no one envies his fellow. Everybody is happy when everybody has, and everybody has whatever they need, so everybody looks good, everybody appears handsome, because sure. people aren't jealous of each other, because sure. everybody has their needs. Ba'ochu, what does the Ochu mean in the marshlands of Trashi? 
Ba'agam. It's like a swampy area. It's the marsh. That's where they pastured. Merish belas bitza kamoi like in the eve ches yudal of yishga oisa. There's a yishga achu over there. There also the achu means uh, uh, the reed grass. It's, it, it represents achu represents the kind of uh, the marshland. Pasigimol vihine and behold sheva poros acheres. There were seven other cattle oilis acharehem. They went up after them min hayor from the Nile, from the canal, Rois Mare, now this was ugly in appearance, Vedakis Barasar, and lean flesh, Vatamoidna, and they stood, Eitzelaporis, next to the uh, cows, Alsvasayoir, on the edge of the Nile, they were standing next to them, so these came up, and then another, the fat one, the good ones came up, and then the bad ones came up, Vedakis Barasar, Zatrashi tin bishbalas dakis loshen dak. It's a meaning thin, meaning thin, no good looking. What does that represent? Rashi doesn't have to tell you anymore because if the good ones represent what? Good years. Good years, fat years when everybody has everything. So the bad ones represent bad years. But that's not alone. That's not enough. So it's not just that there's going to be seven good years and then seven bad years. The dream continues. What does it say in verse Dalit, verse four? Vatoichal no haporis. And the cows, Rois Hamare, those who are bad in appearance, Vidakis Abotsar, and those who are thin of flesh, Eis Sheva Aporis, those seven cows, Yefois Hamare, the good looking ones, Vabrius, and the healthy ones, and Vayikas Pare, and Pare got up. So now, it wasn't enough that they told them that these seven ones are going to follow, there's going to be seven good years, and afterwards there'll be seven years. There's something else attended over here, that what? That after they will come up, they will eat them up. What does this represent, says Rashi? Vatoy Chalno. Was it Rashi? Simon, that was a sign, that the, all the joy of the years of plenty, Nishkachas, that we've forgotten, we may of in the days of hunger. So not only would it be years of hunger, but they'll be so severe that it'll sort of take away from all the joy that they had in the good years also. Like this people say today, you know, that you got to put away from the good years for the bad years. So you have, but sometimes it's so severe and Joseph actually, what? Follow me today. That's right. Make you forget about how good it was. <laughs> forget about it, you know, it's all eaten, eaten up. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Okay, so Vayishon, so he falls asleep, so he woke up, right? So what happened? He woke up, but then he goes back to sleep. Vayachlum Shenis, he dreams again. Now this time he dreams Vihine, and behold, Sheva Shibolim, seven ears uh, of grain, oilis bekona echod, were growing in one stock, one stalk, Briyas Vetoivis, healthy and good. Again, what does it mean, healthy and good? What do they represent? Again, they represent good years. Seven stalks represent seven years, as we're going to see. Rashi brings down over here just the French for Bekona Echod, uh, the uh, stalk, meaning Tudel Belaz, Gibel, that's the stalk. Briois, Shinish Belaz, Briois, meaning that they're healthy. Pasigvav, and following them, Vihine and behold, this is all in his dream, Sheva Shibalim, there were another seven years of grain, Dakois, that were beat, that were thin, Ushdufis Kodim, they were bit, be, beaten by the east wind. Tsemkes Achreim grew after them. Ushdufis Hashdis Blas, Muyuboshis Ushkifis Kodim, Rashi also brings it in for the French, they were beaten by the east wind. Chabutis, 
that is chabutus means beaten. Loshin mashke vachabut tomed al der makas amaka olaf. The mashkev is called the the lintel is called the 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 the, the mashkev because you're constantly stepping on it. Right. That's why it's called the mashkev. So shkufes means like it's beaten. Kodim is ruach mizrochis. That's the east wind. Okay, which is a ruach yevesh, a dry wind. Now, now, again, so you have seven and seven. But what happens in verse in verse seven? It says, "Vativlano hashibolim hadakis." So now the thin ears of grain they swallowed is sheva hashibolim habrio is the seven healthy bamleis and the full ones. Vayikaspare again they swallow up v'hine chalom and it's a dream. Now the interesting thing is v'hine chalom. He needed rashes and behold, there's a dream. What does the verse mean? It's a dream. Now there's a complete dream before him. Now he needs to find people to interpret it for him. Now you notice he dreamt his dream twice. Yeah, why? So Joseph, same dream, same dream, same idea, exactly. Joseph, when he interprets him in a few minutes, we'll see in the in a, in a verse or two, he says the reason why it was repeated twice because God is going to bring it right away. In other words, it's not going to take a long time. Hashem is doing it very, very shortly, immediately. Now, in last week's parsha, it's interesting. We we find that Joseph had two dreams. Joseph had the dreams. The first dream he had, like they were uh, making these bundles and they were bowing down to him. Eleven. And the next one, he had a, a dream about the stars and the uh, eleven stars and the sun and the moon bowing down to him. Now, over there, the verse and uh, the doesn't explain why he dreamt it twice. Although in the second one there was something added over the first one, because the first one just oh, had 11 bundles, and, and the second one had also the father and the mother, which is represented by the sun and the moon. But still, the, 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 the crux of the dream was really the same. Why over there there was two dreams? So the Rebbe speaks in one of his talks, the Rebbe says that by over there, there was represented from the ground, from the earth, and from the heavens. So there were like two dreams representing the connection, the spiritual and the physical. But in this case, they were both physical, both seemingly physical, the same dream. So what was the purpose of them? And the purpose of them, that's why the verse has to explain it over here, because they were both from the physical level, either the cows or from the grain, from the ears of... of, of twice, because it was going to happen quickly. That's right. So let's do it inside. We'll see it in a, in a minute. I mean, if you have a repeating dream, it means it's... Quickly, going to happen. Whether it means by us that way, that's another thing. Yeah. And this meant that in this case. Verse 8. By he baboker, so he came in the morning, vatipoem ruchoi, and his spirit was troubled. He was. Vayishlachani sent, vayikras kol chartume mitzrayim, and he called all the chartume, that's the. they call them the, uh, the magicians, of, of uh, sorcerers of Egypt, or sometimes they tar- trans- uh, translate it as necromancers. Uh, necromancers of Egypt, and all of its sages, and Pare related to them his dream, but they could not interpret it for Pare. Now, you see, there's an emphasis over here, it says, they could not interpret it to Pharaoh. They could interpret it, but they didn't interpret it to Pharaoh, didn't find any any uh, meaning. He didn't believe it. But let's do the Rashi. The Rashi is going to say this in a minute. What does it mean? His spirit was troubled. So Rashi, It was banging in him like a bell, Rashi says, that it was going back and forth. 
there's another time by Nebuchadnezzar in Daniel, who Omer, he also had a dream. That's in Daniel Bay's Pasagal, there's a dream over there. Over there it says with an extra sof, it says, Vatispoem Ruchai. Tispoem Ruchai, like a double. It's a over there there were two uh, troubles over there, he was troubled because in that case, not only did he not, not know the interpretation, he also forgot his dream, it was he didn't know what his dream was, and he didn't know what the interpretation, so therefore over there it's poem. it's a double trouble, over here it's only one he remembered the dream, but he didn't know how, what, to, interpret. how to interpret it Rashi explains what is this Khartoumi, this Nikarmancers. So Rashi Han Nikrim Bitime Mesim, those who would arouse themselves with the bones of the dead. Sheshoilim Baatsomes, they asked by the bones, they would Timi, this is a kind Hematsomes Belosh Narami. The word Timi Khartoumi is like bones. Ubemishna Baishu Molitamia, Molatomas. So the word these are people they would speak to the bones they were kinda of like 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 my sorcerers. Right. And they would do these kind of things. Magic. Uh, Magic. Now Rashi says Vain Poser Osam Lafaroid. They could not interpret Lafaroid. Says Rashi Posrim Ohoyosum. They would interpret it. Avalola Pyro, but they didn't interpret it for Paro. Shaloi Hoyo Koilum Nichnas Baoznov. Their voice did not enter his ears, which means Veloi Hoyla Koida Surah Bepisrainum. He didn't find pleasure in their interpretation. Shoyo Emrim, they would tell him, Sheva Bonis Atomoilid, that you're gonna give birth to seven daughters. Sheva Bonis at the Kaiver. Seven daughters you're going to bury. They interpreted seven and seven dead. But he didn't find it. Pasuk Tet. So by Daber Sar Hamashkin as Lamer. So the officer of the butler, okay, the cupbearer for Pharaoh, speaks to Pharaoh saying, I remember my fault today. And he tells Pharaoh, Yud. Paroi Kotsov Alavodov. Paroi was angry with his servants. Vayiten Oisi Bimishmar. He put me into jail. Beis Saratabochim in the house of the chief slaughterer. That's Poitifar. Oisi me Beis Saratabochim and the baker. So Paroi got angry because they both. What happened was he found a bug in the uh, in, in in the cup of wine. So he got angry and he found a a piece of pebble in the in the in, in the bacon in, in in the bread. So he got angry. So he put him into jail. So Pasigud Aleph, Vanachal Mochaloim. So we dreamt a dream Belaila Echadam one night. Aniva who? Me and ha, me and he. The butler and the baker, they both had a dream. Each person as the interpretation of the dream. We dreamt the right dream as it was interpreted to us. says, It was a dream that was fit to the the interpretation. It was similar. In other words, our dreams came true based on our interpretation were true. So in verse Yud Beis he says, Vishami Tanu over there in jail together with us was Nar. There was a lad, Ivri, a Hebrew lad. That was Yosef. He was an Eved. He used to be a servant, a slave, Lisara Tabochim to the to the butcher, to the slaughter. So we related to him our dream. He interpreted to us our dream. That was Joseph. A person as his dream. He, he interpreted. Now, look how he look how he refers to uh, Joseph over here in the verse. How does he refer to him? What does he say about him? He says a, a Hebrew lad. Right. So Rashi says, "Not a Hebrew 
Rashi says, Arurim Harushoim. The evil are cursed. They should be cursed. Why? Their favor is not wholesome. Maskire Beloshim Bezoim. When he does mention him, he mentions him derogatorily. Allah, the boy. You know, the kid over there. And Rashi interprets what it means. Nar, a lad, means shaita. He's a fool. He isn't worthy for any greatness. Ivri, he's from a Hebrew. He doesn't even know our language well. Evet, and then he says he's a so he says three things slave. as slave a slave or slave the it's written in the rules in the statutes of Egypt Shein Evet Moilach a person who's a slave cannot become a king and not to wear garments of officers so he was trying to make sure that he will not succeed he says According to his dream, and close to, the, to them. We're almost there by Shani. So, Gimel. It was how we interpret to us, so it happened. Me, he returned, meaning Paro. You returned me back to his post, to his base where he was in the beginning. On him, he hung. Because that, that's the way he interpreted it. Alkani. But he's talking to Pharaoh. He's sort of speaking, he returned. Who's he? He says, you returned. So Rashi says, Whoever has the power to return. That is Pharaoh who's mentioned before. As he said before, Pharaoh got angry on his servant, so he returned, meaning Pharaoh. It's a short verse. He didn't articulate me, Heshiv, who, who returned. Because he doesn't have to specify, articulate who brought back, because we're talking about this as Pharaoh. Whoever needs to do it, they close the, the thing. Final verse for this parsha. So Paro sent. He called Yosef. And they rushed him from the dungeon. They took him out of the pit. And he shaved. And he changed his clothes. And he comes to before Pari. Min Haboir, Sakrashi, the pit, Sakrashi mean base soyar. That was the imprisonment, that was a jail. This pit that he was, the dungeon was a, a jail. It's made like a hole, that's why it's called a pit. Every time that it says a pit, it's like a gumo. Even if it doesn't have any water, it's called a pit. Actually, we had it before when his brothers put him in. It says a boir. They threw him in also to the boir. Over there it says meferish boirik vein bemaluch. So why did by galach? Why did he shave? So Trashi mipnek kvoid amalchus for honor of the king. Before coming to the king, he was dressed up like a man. Uh, what? Yeah, well, that's the thing, that he did shave his beard over here. It seems like he did shave. So it's a specific verse over here. But, in any event, and then, finally, the salvation came from there. That's right. So they brought him.